Welcome to Just Jive Pod, a podcast where we share, drink, talk about life, and just jive. My name is Jerome. And I'm Jesse, and welcome back for another week of our quarantine series. I believe this is, what, nine? Week nine? Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, man. it's Time is, time is still moving on. Um, but as usual, before we get into the meat of our um, session, we want to introduce our drinks. And I believe you went first last time, so I'll go ahead and go first this time. Um, I am drinking another one by Tavor. Um, I've been really trying to crank through them um, since I have, I have so many beers. Mm-hmm. Um, I am drinking a tea vice, um, spelled W-E-I-S-S, from uh, Crane Brewing. It's uh, brewed in Raytown. M.O. is Missouri, right? I think. I think so, um, yeah. Yeah, it's a sour ale brewed with tea. It's 4.1% huh. ABV. Um, it's interesting. Um, I don't know if I get much of the tea from it. Um, it definitely does taste sour, but I don't, it's interesting for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm also drinking something from Tavor. Uh, it is from Levante Brewing Company. In um, Westchester, Pennsylvania, it's the Intergalactic Deals. It's a vanilla shake double IPA, Um, 8%. So it is definitely pretty heavy. um, Oh, boy. Yeah, I mean, it's got a very, like, I don't want to say minty, but kind of a definitely a desserty flavor to it. Um, You know, hence vanilla shake. Very smooth. and yeah i mean it's pretty cool the the can is really cool uh also very cute but since it's called intergalactic deals or whatever it has like all these space movie characters cartoon drawings like darth vader chewy um et (laughs) uh even has groot on there so Mm. that's wally as well so it's a cool one um as listeners though jesse and i are both huge fans of can art yeah i mean we've gotten some pretty cool art um throughout our time worshipments and man um, I'm, it's just so cool man yeah well um as we as we continue on in our essentially diary of quarantine series um mm-hmm. how's this last week been for you Jerome? like it's 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 been a while now it has um in terms of the normal work day, uh, work week, uh, this week really wasn't too different. Um, not too bad, not too great or anything, but um, it, it was good. Uh, but I think the one difference uh, from last week is actually uh, this past weekend was Mother's Day. Mm. And we kind of did a surprise and uh, drove up to Thousand Oaks, actually, um, to surprise my both my mom and my dad mm. with uh, a cake and just kind of spend a little bit of time with them. Um, I think thankfully, you know, we, we both parties are quarantining. So mm-hmm. we kind of just kind of went for it, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then after that, we drove down to diamond bar, which is where, uh, Eugene's family lives. So, uh, also did the same thing, surprised them. And I, it was just, kind of weird Uh, i think Mm. i shared it last week where man how odd is it to actually be around people (laughs) right Mm -hmm. um and yeah it was just so good seeing my parents and and the in-laws just being able to uh kind of reminisce while we're there of like man Mm. can't wait for this to be over so this can be normal again you know Mm -hmm. were they the first people you guys saw since 
I like basically this whole thing started. Definitely the first people that like we spent a little longer time with. Um, mm. Like uh, a few weeks ago, we stopped by Eugene's place to drop a few things off for maybe like five to ten minutes at most. Mm. And then, um, yeah, drop stuff up uh, at other places. But yeah, nothing like, you know, eating a, a lunch. Extended, yeah. yeah. So it was good, man. Like, so maybe because of that, my week felt a lot more um, jovial, I think. So. Mm. Yeah, it was it was a good one. Uh, how about yourself? Yeah, for sure. Um, this last week was honestly a little bit rough for me, uh, mostly mm. because I haven't really been sleeping well this week. Um, yeah, I don't. Maybe it is like a bit of work stress, um, and partly just like I think in general, just being exhausted. Um, so this yeah. week hit me a little bit hard. Um, yeah, I actually. Um, uh, on Monday, I ended up getting tested stuff. I'm actually still waiting for my results, so I don't know yet. Um, oh, man. But uh, other than that, I think there have been some work, work things that have been a little bit crazier, so it's it's been a little bit busier and more stressful this mm-hmm. week for me. Um, but I'm, I'm looking forward to resting this weekend so I can tackle a new week yeah. next week, you know? Um, so honestly, this, this week was a little hard. Um, Probably one of my hardest weeks since uh, since mm. this whole thing started, which is interesting because early on I felt like it was just straight like physical exhaustion from like going in um, right. into clinic like several days a week. But it's a different kind of exhaustion. This um, dealing yeah. with like more general heavy things and like more um, yeah. So I think it's not like the the physical sheer like i'm just working myself in clinic and and kind of exhausted that way but it's like the the scope of things that i'm dealing with is a little like heavy you know right dang man um, yeah so I, i'm looking i'm looking ahead and trying to be optimistic about what next week looks like and we'll see um yeah 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 dang sorry to hear that but you know hopefully yeah. it'll be a, a good week um Definitely use as much time to relax <laughs> this weekend before uh, heading into the new one. Yeah, I definitely will try. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, I think I think we're just learning to cope in different ways, right. um, and I'm definitely learning to cope in different ways too. Yep, definitely, and I think you know both of us. I, I think we definitely look forward to the recording of the podcast. At least I do because mm-hmm. it's it's a sort of routine that, of course, routine can get old, but it's a break from everything else going on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and dude, I gotta say, Jess, like I, I really miss our like four or five hour recording sessions in person. <laughs> Even though I, how tiring it is, the fact that we can hang out, go yeah. get lunch, record a whole Probably bunch get dinner. <laughs> yeah get dinner and consume like 5,000 calories because of how much beer we're having Seriously. Um, I miss those days I, I'm gonna be very happy um, that first time we get to do this again in person right and I mean that's I think yeah I, I do miss that a lot too just um, the fact that we could spend so much time like together and, yeah. and just like honestly just having fun because um, this whole podcast has just been fun for us you know <laughs> Um, yeah, but yeah, I think this this se- season and the series, like, essentially being uh, an extension of our like mini diary, is <laughs> is interesting, you know. It really um, is, man. But yeah, yep. So we're continuing on 
this quarantine draft series where it's really been quite fun. Um, like fantasy draft in general is a lot of fun, but you know, how often do you get to think about these incredible impossibilities of, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> these heroes and just imagining a civil war uh, in, in the airport scene where they're mm-hmm. just going head to head. Um, and we did MCU heroes first, then mm-hmm. DC heroes, then X-Men. And this week we're doing a very interesting one. It's mm-hmm. Marvel and DC villains and no boundaries other than that. Mm-hmm. And I like... I wasn't sure what to expect going into. I knew it was going to be a fun one because, like, I think it's fun thinking about the opposite side. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, uh, I think I don't know about you, but I I couldn't think of more than like one or two at a time because of like just how like distinct they right. were, right? Yeah. And then looking at it, like a larger list and kind of compiling it, I'm like, oh, there's actually a lot of really good good picks here, you know? Um, yeah. So yeah. I'm. I'm curious how this will play out. I, I have some prepped. I hope, and I know you do too. I'm wondering where, yeah, where are different. I think, I think of all the lists, this will probably be the one that we um, made like distinct. Like we may, we may be um, separate most on. You know, like yeah. there's so many good ones, and I think our our philosophy will be interesting to uh, play out um, through through this draft. Yeah, and especially since there's multiple universes, um, well, there's definitely a bigger pool to choose from. So mm-hmm. it'll be fun. Um, so as always, it's going to be drafting eight um, people uh, back and forth, and we'll take some time to explain each pick. Um, this week, we're going to do a, a slight different evaluation criteria, um, just mm-hmm. because obviously superhero teams are a little different in their motivations than villains and villain squads right. or whatever. So uh, we're going to go through a couple. Um, first one is their intelligence and their cunningness. Um, you know, obviously, usually they're the they're these uh, villains that are these huge masterminds behind these elaborate plans to foil governments and, you know, heroes and all that. So we'll take a look at their intelligence the volatility and the complementary uh, pieces, mm-hmm. whether, um, you know, because villains usually are pretty volatile in general. That's why they're mm-hmm. villains. Um, we'll see how well we think they'll actually act together as a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, third, just straight up raw strength. That's a repeating one because that's always important. Mm-hmm. And this is a new one too. How evil is this team? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and lastly, of course, how cool is this team, which is... Yeah what we always want to look for so yeah um yeah so we're gonna go back and forth um last week jesse i believe you started first with yep. choosing gene gray this week i will go first um go for it and yeah this is you're right man this is a lot harder than i expected because mm-hmm. i want to choose so many people and i'm so afraid that you're gonna take some of them because i love all of them <laughs> so much there, there's a lot of good ones yeah um so, I think for my first pick, I think I just got to go with Thanos. Okay. Um, I figured that would be a good first one. Yeah, and obviously because in Marvel, he's probably the most famous like villain that has 
caused beef with literally everybody Mm -hmm. um and clearly his you know him with infinity stones is extremely powerful and basically god but Mm -hmm. um i think we've seen in his in his uh i guess roots in through infinity war we get we got a glimpse at like his motivations you know um it comes from a really dark place where he's able to rationalize evil um and somehow think of it as a good which Mm. you know it's a kind of weird thing that we're doing here we're almost being sociopaths by choosing these people (laughs) based on these things but it's um i see him also as a good uh, i don't want to say good leader because (laughs) it's like hitler was not a good leader but in a way he like uh, an effective uh, leader effective leader yeah so i think thanos would be an effective leader with his philosophies and his brute strength and um Mm. so yeah first pick will be thanos okay yeah so i i think the first few are going to be hard for me um but my first pick um i will have to pick the thanos of dc which Mm. is dark side nice um so dark side is basically like one of the big bads of the dc universe um uh, often as like the big bad against superman um so he and he's different than thanos in the sense that like the thanos that we're now familiar with um almost you can like empathize with him on like his rationality right like you're explaining yeah. but dark side he's just a conqueror like he just wants to conquer and destroy and like basically be the most powerful person in the universe mm-hmm. and that that means pillaging and plundering and, and sending a message and um, I think it's a very different, definitely a different approach. Um, so I think, and he, like just power wise, he's like super crazy. Um, yeah. I think essentially like, like the evil Superman, I think as far as his powers go. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's, he's pretty nuts. Um, so I'm going to take dark side as my first pick. Okay. Um, and my second pick, I, I didn't expect to do this, but I think I, I'm going to pick another DC villain. Hmm. I'm going to take the Joker. Um, oh. Yeah. Um, I think I think the Joker, like, even though in, obviously he's not in a, not in a cosmic sense, but in just, like, a, a worldly sense, he's, like, really crazy. Yeah. Um, like, quite literally. And even, like, all the different portrayals we've seen, even even the one, um, the, essentially the biopic um, titled Joker, mm-hmm. um, have shown, like, his level of impact and also just like his wildness um yeah and then obviously like looking back at heath ledger's like joker um who's like super memorable um and then just obviously the cartoon joker as well um yeah he's like the essentially the ultimate foil to batman um and and if he can be like a foil to batman he can be a foil to almost anyone else you know like yeah uh, yeah so that's 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 why i'm taking joker as my second pick all right, so for my second pick, I'm going to go with Magneto. Ah, um, okay. He's, honestly, I think he's his mutant power is one of the coolest, just being able to control metal. Um, mm. That's very cool in itself. Um, but yeah, he's, um, he in a lot of ways, he's his own evil mastermind, you know, um, really driven by, uh, I think especially we see in the live action movies, he's, uh, I don't want to say he's like Thanos, but his mm. philosophies are similar where he's able to approach it in a more um, kind of philosophical evil. <laughs> mm. um, mm-hmm. And, you know, 
you know, I think he definitely plays a a very uh, huge part in terms of like covering not cosmically but mm. on on the ground level of of the fight so mm-hmm. yeah man magneto will be my second pick nice that's a good one yeah um shoot okay so for my third pick <laughs> i'm going to go with doctor doom ooh um yeah i mean Solid. he's very powerful um <laughs> uh from the fantastic 4 uh kind of universe and and from what I know, even though I know very little about the kind of the comic world, um, mm-hmm. there are s- parts of it where he ends up getting extremely powerful. Um, mm. I, I don't know the details, but he's uh, more than just a man in an iron, iron mask. Um, mm-hmm. So, and I know that like a lot of people reference him as like one of the, like one of the Marvel villains that people are most anticipating to see in the new mcu mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. i definitely am as well so um yeah i'm gonna choose dr strange not dr strange dr <laughs> doom for ah, my yes. third pick interesting okay um so far all marvel for you huh yeah and all dc um, so far for you huh yeah i'm actually gonna go marvel for my um, next pick for sure um uh, i'm gonna take loki um mm. so loki as my third pick um i think obviously like Recently, we've seen portrayal of him kind of being like, you know, both in all the roles, like villain, like anti-hero, like kind of like a vigilant. I don't know. He's kind of played a lot of different roles, um, but I think down to his core, he's um, he has always been a villain. Yeah. Um, and I think like his like he's like super cunning, super trickery and like um, and you never you can never like trust him even though like sometimes like you want to and he makes you believe that you can trust him sure um and i think he's yeah he's just super smart and like witty um obviously he's super selfish so he like always is like self-preserving but um i think yeah his powers are just interesting too because he has like essentially like different controls of magic um yeah so yeah Uh, loki will be my third pick okay um my fourth pick, uh, I am going to take another Marvel one. I'm going to take Ultron. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, the Ultron we see on the, the screens, um, I think, like, in some senses, is pretty crazy. But I also think in some senses doesn't do him, as in, in the comics, justice. Um, right. At least from what I've seen in, in the co- uh, cartoons. Um Ultron is like another recurring villain um, in mm-hmm. the MCU or Marvel world, Marvel universe, mm-hmm. and um, and he can honestly be a little crazy um, too. Um, I think there's a storyline where basically he uh, he has like essentially robot versions of like the heroes, um, mm. and and that basically is like a foil for the heroes, right? Because they are fighting essentially themselves, but robot robotic versions. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah i think and ultron like i think as a um is also like obviously super smart just being an ai and and um having like you know tapping into essentially all electronic intelligence i guess right um uh so yeah and i think just having like his design is also just super cool um i think his uh his movie design was a little bit bulky um Mm -hmm. but i think i think his comic designs have been pretty like pretty awesome so, yeah 
yeah, um, those are my third and fourth pick. Oh, pretty solid. Um, yeah, definitely want an Ultron too, man. Dude, he, <laughs> he can control the whole internet, basically. Turn the whole mm-hmm. world against you. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. All right, so for my fourth pick, um, I'm going to go with a pretty crazy powerhouse in Galactus. Mm. Oh, um, nice. I mean, he's literally massive and super powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, I think kind of essentially like a sentient being kind of, right? Like, mm-hmm. So always good to have a godlike figure on your team, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm literally kind of just choosing him based on that raw strength. Um, mm-hmm. So f- he'll be my fourth pick. And then for okay. my nice. fifth pick, I'm going to go with Hela. Ah, nice. Kind of adds a um, different type of character or type of villain. Um, Definitely also kind of a god in the Nordic sense, but, uh, you know, also very, I I guess in a way, like in between cosmic and ground fighting, kind of handles both. But she's also extremely powerful, as we saw in uh, Thor Ragnarok. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know too much about her in comics at all, um, Mm -hmm. but. I, I really liked her personality and attitude and mm-hmm. and uh her kind of her viciousness in mm-hmm. that movie. So I'm I'm gonna go with uh Hella for my fifth pick. Nice man. Those are good picks. Um Hella was on my list too, so mm. uh, that was uh that was a hard one. <laughs> um my fifth pick though, um I'm pretty happy about is gonna be a reverse flash. Huh. Um so back to DC side. Um, Reverse Flash is, I think, like also a really interesting villain because um, his backstory is supposedly he um, just wanted to be like the Flash, but um, ultimately ended up being the exact opposite, which is why he's called Reverse Flash. Um, and basically, he's the ultimate like villain, just as Joker is to Batman. Like Reverse Flash is to the Flash, um, and I think the crazy thing is like. Um, he is like a speedster um, and he also can like time travel um, with his speed so I think just that fact alone can like really mess with a lot of things Um, and yeah um, I think I think his like involvement in the villain world is like pretty crazy in in the DC side Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah um, reverse flash will be my number five pick okay um Number six, um, this is getting a little hard for me, I think, um, but I'm going to go back to Marvel and take Dormammu. Um, uh. So, yeah, um, I think similarly with you picking Galactus as like a um, powerhouse, I mean, D- Dormammu is also a powerhouse. We, we don't see much of it in the movie um, based on the portrayal of him in the movie. Right. Um, but especially in, yeah, in the comics and in, in, co- in the cartoon shows, like... Uh, he always comes back. He always comes back, and he's always invading with like an army, and he's always like super annoying to deal with. Yeah. Um, so, I, I think Dormammu is is one of those like, and I think he just looks super cool. At least, um, so his his movie like like portrayal is like pretty crazy. It's like super colorful. Like, um, it's like almost like uh, slightly comedic, um, <laughs> yeah. but like his his 
his actual or his comic and, and cartoon design, he's basically like he has this like evil outfit, but he has a flaming head. Like right. that's pretty cool, you know. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, Dormammu is going to be my sixth pick. All right, very good pick. Always good, like we said, to have gods on your side. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so for my sixth pick, I think I'm gonna go with Doomsday from mm. DC. My my first uh, Deems DC uh, pick, and mm-hmm. he's not exactly like a villain in the kind of traditional sense of like a mastermind, but mm-hmm. he's kind of just more of like this deranged beast who killed Superman, like like. Mm-hmm. Um, so in a sense, I'm thinking of him as like a, uh, like a ground fighting powerhouse, but I don't know if there's a right way to put it, but more like a support because not really support. Cause I don't know how you can tame him, but more mm-hmm. so like if you can tame him, he's quite a great weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, so doomsday will be my sixth pick. Okay. Okay. And for my seventh pick. I'm going to go with Venom. Oh, um, okay. I Honestly, he's just a really cool villain. Um, yeah. Like, just his portrayals in everything except for Spider-Man 3 um, has <laughs> always been so cool. I actually had... It's Tom Hardy, right, in the, in the more recent one? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. actually haven't seen that, but... Really? Um, yeah, maybe, okay. maybe I should watch it. While we're in quarantine, um, yeah, why not? Yeah, uh, I've I've heard it's like pretty decent, uh, but yeah, I, it's just a very cool like um, concept of what what is it called? Uh, what is the the black venom thing called? Uh, it's a symbiote. Symbiote, yeah. yeah, like kind of the alter ego type of um, nature of of the uh, the symbiote and the the way he looks, he's just like a buff ass like <laughs> like creep. I don't know, like Spider-Man yeah. looking. Yeah, it's, it's really yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, so, kind of choosing him for both strength and um, cool factor. So that'll be my seventh pick. Okay. Wow. Um, that's pretty solid. Um, I think I had I actually did not think of it before, but I think you sparked it in me. My seventh pick is actually going to be um, right after your Venom. It's going to be Carnage. Um, nice. Yeah. So. Um, I think where Venom is, like, the more collected, like, um, I mean, he's still wild, but, like, like, you know, he's he's not as crazy as Carnage is. Yeah. Carnage is just straight crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, and I think, I think in that sense, like, um, it'll, he's a lot more unpredictable, but also, like, just, I think, has a, like, larger capacity for craziness and violence. <laughs> um, yeah. So... Yeah, I think Carnage is going to be my my seventh pick. Um, to round it all out, um, oh man, it's I am going to go with um, Sinestro. Um, hmm. I think that's his name. Um, he is um, he, he's basically like one of the ultimate enemies um, against the Green Lanterns. So he um, has his own lantern, essentially. And um, so basically, like, tapping into that lantern force, and it's Mm -hmm. super, you know, we know that the Green Lantern force is, like, super powerful. Um, 
So I think he's a powerhouse um, in that sense, mm-hmm. and uh, and again, it's on the like galactic level. So right. I think, um, and I think like he's pretty smart and like cunning too. Um, so yeah, and the fact that like his ring basically gives him his outfit, it's like it's pretty cool. Um, uh, and yeah, um, so I will take Sinestro as my last pick. All right, pretty solid, pretty solid. Um... Okay, so for the last pick, I think I'm gonna go with Green Goblin. Mm. Um, so Spider-Man villains, Spider-Man haters for my last two picks. Um, <laughs> I think Green Goblin is obviously a very kind of like Joker, just kind of uh, mindless in terms of his viciousness um, mm. and very sinister in himself. Uh, we see the portrayal by um, Willem Dafoe and the mm. original Spider-Man, and I think he did a great job of just capturing like just a crazy person, deranged person. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, and, and he's he's got air support. He he leverages technology, um, but yeah, I think he's just a really good kind of. In terms of like power and 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 battling, he fills in a lot of the supporting roles, um, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. I I'm looking down my list. I don't have too much of, so mm-hmm. I think um, yeah, I'll, I will I'll choose Green Goblin for my last pick. Okay, nice man. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think I think this is like I anticipated there'd be some overlap, but that I knew there would be quite a few differences. Yeah. And, um, I was pretty happy to hear it. Like that. Honestly, we didn't have too much overlap. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm also surprised that there are some picks that we just didn't choose. Um, yeah. So, um, I'm actually curious before we go into evaluations of our teams. Um, are there any that were on your list that, yeah, were either stolen or, mm-hmm. um, or as like, um, also on like the backups on your list? Yeah. I think the one that, was stolen probably like i mentioned is ultron um just because yeah like i said he he controls more than just the the physical right it's like mm-hmm. he controls the technological in a lot of mm-hmm. ways and um when you're thinking about like intelligence and mastermind mindedness it's like mm-hmm. that's such a powerful tool to have um yeah but um, in terms of ones that are kind of like honorable mentions at this point, um, I didn't get to pick up uh, probably Apocalypse. Ah, just, okay. Just because he is kind of like a Thanos slash Dark Side type of leader mm-hmm. and you know powerhouse, but I, I it just I just couldn't see it working with Thanos and Apocalypse on the same team. Yeah, um, they'd probably kill each other before anything. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, ended up not going with him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and my other one, I, I really wanted to get Bane, honestly. Ah um, okay. Mostly because of this like complimentary role. Um because mm. he's not exactly like you know, especially when we saw in Dark Knight Rises, he was mm-hmm. the head of like kind of the face of the whole, you know, the villain villainy of the mm-hmm. movie, but we found out he's actually kind of a supporting role, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought he would have fit really well. So by the end, I was choosing between Bane and Green Goblin, but mm, the fact that Green hard. Goblin can kind of cover the air would was uh, 
kind of won him over. So yeah, yeah. yeah. How about you? Yeah, my list was actually pretty long comparatively. Um, mm-hmm. So the two that were on my list that um, that I figured you would take uh, were Thanos and, and Hela. Mm. Um, Hela was pretty up there for me, but I I wanted some other other picks, so I ended up going with those instead. Um, mm-hmm. But I have a, actually quite a few honorable mentions, and again, some of them I'm surprised you didn't take. Um, mm. The first one is Killmonger. Um, mm. Killmonger is just like I think the way he's portrayed was super super good, um, and so much to the point where like people were upset that he died. <laughs> you know, like yeah. uh, we were like, why why did we essentially waste a, like waste him as a villain is when he could have come back and um, and recurred as as a, a villain in the future. That would have been I think that would have been pretty cool to see, um, right? Um, on my Marvel side, the other um, two that I had were Red Skull um, mm. and Kaecilius. So Red Skull, um, I think, having that like large, lar- larger scale plan and 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 things um, uh, always on his mind, um, as far as like you know conquering and domination and stuff. And I think he um, do- like would eventually try like and attempt to dominate in like the galactic sense too um mm. he or he would try and pursue it you know um Kaecilius being like the whole mystic side um trying to like essentially cleanse and remove all the other ones right um and then my dc side um i had th- uh, three as well that i didn't pick um first was deathstroke um mm. i think um similar like in a different vein uh, to joker like deathstroke would have been a super cool pick too um just like Almost you can kind of understand where he's coming from, but he's also just like a really cool assassin. Right. Um, the second one in the same realm is uh, Ra's al Ghul, because um, mm. he has like a lot of the coordination and you know the whole League of Shadows thing and um, just like the whole like he's super mani- manipulative. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty crazy. And then the last one um, is Brainiac. Um, yeah, Brainiac would have been a cool pick too. Just again. Um, both on the world and on the cosmic scale, um, I think Brainiac has always been an interesting foil to Superman. So okay, all right. Um, yeah. To our evaluations, then. Yeah. So for our evaluations, um, first of all, intelligence and the cunningness of our team. Um, mm. I guess I'll start with that. Uh, I think probably my first three picks are really going to be the brains of the operation. Thanos mm. kind of being the more um, like the, the driven uh, villain while Magneto and Dr. Doom are truly like the, the brains of like how to actually make these work, make this work. While mm-hmm. I think the rest of my team, they're really more either powerhouses or probably more so supporting roles um, on this team. So I guess that's like not a bad thing given how pretty brilliant Magneto and Doctor Doom are um, in their mm-hmm. own right. But yeah, I think they'd really need to have, I guess, quote unquote, team chemistry for it to work because mm-hmm. if people start turning against them, that's not good, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, what mm-hmm. about yourself? Yeah, um, and I think I think I'm gonna talk about intelligence cunning and lead us into the complementary yeah. side um, of the conversation um i think dark side like i mentioned is basically like thanos of dc or one of the um 
equivalents of Thanos of DC. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think one way or another, he would probably like somehow like essentially force the rest of the team into submission. <laughs> um, huh? Basically, he would he would basically like overpower the rest of the, like the, the rest of um, the villains and make make them succumb to what he what his plan is and his will is. Um, and I think the I think that's where um, his intelligence, cunning, and just like impact will come. Um, and then I think the wild cards are obviously like Joker and Carnage kind of do, doing their own thing. Yeah. Um, but as far as like supportive intelligence to carry out on a like more, they're still large scale, but compared to the blip, uh, dark side's big plan, I think on a smaller scale, like Sinestro, Dormammu, like Ultron, um, even Reverse Flash can like do some some pretty big damage like on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like you know under the the big construct plan, like they they can make some crazy stuff happen. Yeah, um, yeah. but I think obviously, like villain wise, I think any villain team uh, is pretty volatile. Yeah. Um, but I think yeah, um, I think for me with Darkseid at the helm, like he basically is the one to keep them all in check. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Um, I think for the most part, my team isn't super volatile. Um, Maybe the mm. only exception could be uh, Doomsday and, and Venom just because they're mm. kind of not exactly like in the right mind <laughs> all the time. Mm-hmm. But um, I, th- I think about like kind of like Darkseid, uh, Thanos is a powerhouse who hopefully will be able to rally the team. And if not, they'll force him into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Magneto and Doctor Doom kind of, in my eyes, have the same sort of like if we, we need to work together to achieve the end goal, maybe we'll kill each other in the future, but at the very mm-hmm. least we need to work together now. They, um, you know, I, I definitely see that. Um, people like Galactus and Hela and yeah, I mean, them two are very powerful beings that I think hopefully will not kind of go rogue. <laughs> mm-hmm. Although Hela kind of is that, but you know, who knows? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think they, for the most part, do complement each other. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely plays a lot of different uh, battle spaces with Galactus and Thanos. Um, definitely a more cosmic level, Magneto and Doctor Doom, kind of, and Hela in between, which um, I think, man, imagine a front line with Magneto, Doctor Doom, and Hela. Like, jeez, mm-hmm. dude, <laughs> like, that's going to be rough. Um, yeah. And then... Doomsday, Venom, and Green Goblin kind of as like the ground level um, kind of wild cards in, the, in their own right. So mm-hmm. I think it, I'd, I'd really like to see this happen, you know, <laughs> see yeah. who can get past these guys. Seriously. Yeah. So how, yeah, I know you kind of started talking about it, but how strong is your team? Yeah, I, pretty strong. Um, I mean, having Thanos and Galactus, you know, they're, pretty op in their own their own right and i think um you know we saw hella do a lot of damage in in uh, Mm -hmm. ragnarok doomsday obviously did a lot of damage in um you know the death of superman and destroying Mm -hmm. the whole town basically Mm -hmm. um but yeah kind of 
I'd say my team leans more towards complementary than just purely brute strength overall. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think I'm pretty happy with how strong this team is. You? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think my team is also pretty strong. Um, I think Dark Side, like Dark Side's obviously like super powerful. Um, it again, again, as like the essentially the evil Superman. Um, uh, Sinestro being like the evil Green Lantern, uh, Reverse Flash being the evil Flash. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So I think in the, if we're like kind of understanding that comparison, like I think my team is pretty strong. Um, yeah, and I think having Ultron with the technological side, um, and I think even still having like some of the uh, smaller scale like Joker and um, I guess even like Carnage in, in some senses in, on a smaller scale. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, are pretty strong. Um, again, I think my team is fairly volatile, but um, but should be controlled under a dark side. Right. Um, I, I think I think I do have some powerhouses. Um, I think Loki and and Dormammu are are interesting because I think they do weirder things um, mm-hmm. for the team. Um, but yeah, I do think I do have some powerhouses that. Um, that are pretty big contenders. Um, I mean, if you're, if we're trying to compare against like uh, Thanos with Infinity Gauntlet, I think I don't have anything in that realm. But I think just um, but individually, like without like that right. that scale, I think my team's pretty strong uh, for, for sure. sure. Yeah. Um, uh, evilness wise, for me, um, again, I think Darkseid at the helm is is the source of the evil. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I think a lot. Of, um, the other ones are as well, especially like uh, Reverse Flash and uh, Ultron and um, even Sinestro, I think, um, in some senses. But definitely Darkseid being the one that is like the pillar of evil um, and kind of forcing everyone else to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, I think the other thing that's a little crazy about Darkseid too is he's like pretty ruthless. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's yeah i i'm 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 talking a lot about dark side because i actually just watched a movie <laughs> on him ah. uh, a cartoon um and i was and i was surprised at how brutal that movie like kind of portrayed the story mm-hmm. so i was like oh my gosh um so i think i just like have recently had a big mm-hmm. uh, big yeah uh, wow moment for dark side yeah um, so yeah um what about you yeah, uh, it's it's definitely interesting because, like, like we said, I said earlier, like with Thanos, Magneto, and Doctor Doom, there's mm-hmm. well, mostly Thanos and Magneto. There's a sense of like, uh, almost like uh, what is the word? Uh, crusade, they feel justified, right? Yeah, like a justified crusade type of mentality where there's kind of a, a philosophy behind their villainy, but then mm-hmm. at the core of it. It's like, dude, that's effed up, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I definitely think Dr. Doom is very evil. Um, mm. Just does not have a lot of sympathy and empathy at all. Um, I think it, on the same note, Green Goblin is also that sort of um, the pure evil type of mm. mentality where he, kind of a psychotic type of evil, like like I said, with, similar to Joker. Um, and... Yeah, I mean, Doomsday is definitely kind of the mindless evil, and Hela is a revenge type of evil, and Galactus is a p- 
powerhouse, like just destroy everything in your path type of evil. So I think mm-hmm. it's the motivations are different, but with like Thanos at the lead, I, I do think it sets a tone of like the evil is going to be similar to like a crusade type of evil where it's not just mm. ruthless to be ruthless, but rather like there's this idea that people are going to buy into. And with Thanos and Magneto at the helm, I think the team could end up achieving, achieving some pretty uh, sinister stuff together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, yeah, I think that's where it's interesting because, yeah, your team seems like it's more easy to understand where they're coming from. Yeah. Um, my team is just like, they're just going to, roll through exactly the whole universe you know um yeah yeah. but um so yeah for the last uh evaluation category is just coolness um Mm. i i think my cool my team is pretty cool um Mm -hmm. namely uh magneto dr doom hella and Mm -hmm. venom are I, i think when i think of like just badass um like powers and just mm-hmm. personalities and how they look um those really come to mind um people who are a little less co- i don't think Thanos was very cool he's <laughs> just this like thick necked like green yeah. or purple dude yeah. um galactus is also just a big i guess thick neck too purple dude <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah and doomsday is <laughs> just like a ravaged animal and yeah goblin is kind of weird but yeah but yeah i think it's it's a pretty cool team but like not everybody's like insanely cool or anything right? yeah, yeah 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 i think for me um i actually don't think dark side is pretty like cool I yeah think he's just evil. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah and i think his even his design like it's just like really it's not it's like a like a it's grotesque but also at the same time like like it's like pretty composed. plain kind of right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Dormammu, again, I think um, his comic and cartoon design is pretty cool. Movie design is interesting, um, for sure. Um, But I think a lot of my characters are actually pretty cool. Joker is super cool. Loki is pretty cool. Ultron's a robot, and that's pretty cool. (laughs) Um, Reverse Flash, I think, just being a speedster is is also super cool. And then, yeah, Carnage and and Sinestro, yeah. I think think individually I have some really cool um, people. Yeah. but I don't think yeah I don't think Dark Side's actually that cool. <laughs> um, Similar to Thanos, just, like in that yeah, sense, yeah. right? Right now, right? Um, these big bad villains uh, that aren't that cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it, interesting for sure. Yeah, um, I, I'd be. I mean, I'm like I've been trying to picture like what it would look like um, for heroes to fight either of our teams right. um, in in like a like a large scale like thing or um or battle or whatever uh-huh. and i think the way again the way our teams would play out against those heroes is very different you know yeah um so that's yeah it's just it's interesting for me to think that you know yeah um and i keep saying the word interesting but i, I need it's like intriguing i guess yeah um, yeah like what you know what kind of like lengths our teams would go to like either complete their plan or foil the heroes or like kind of both mm-hmm. you know um, yeah and yeah. what's interesting about like villains is you know the reason why there's most a lot of avengers and justice league is because they 
heroes know the value of like sticking together but a lot of times villains are more prideful <laughs> so mm-hmm. they end up kind of operating on their own if not only partnering up and then killing each other after but so this yeah it's, it's likely not going to happen but it's definitely intriguing to imagine like dude if you guys just put down your ego for maybe a week mm-hmm. take over the whole world and hold the universe mm-hmm. basically right yep yeah and then like and then you can kind of like let your ego take over in, right. in different smaller senses right yeah yeah. yeah very fun though very fun to think yeah. about this yeah i've i mean like i'm curious like based on the teams that we composed the last few weeks like how do you think they do you know yeah yeah seriously yeah but um cool what a fun draft um to, to end it off we want to also recommend something this week a record of the week that mm. we've been doing every week for the foreseeable past (laughs) um Mm -hmm. but this week is going to be interesting it's going to be a movie or i guess a tv show where Mm -hmm. we feel like it did a really good job portraying a villain um Mm. jesse do you have one yeah i i'm torn between a couple okay um but i think i'm gonna settle on one um and I'm going to name Joker from Batman the Animated Series. Um, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I think I think part of the reason is we've just... That, that series has had so much time to explore the character. Yeah. Um, and there are a couple, like, supplementary movies in the anime series realm um, to, like, highlight on the Joker. Um, most notably, like, The Killing Joke, I think, is, is the movie that I'm referring to. Right. Um, but Joker, like... Again, it, he's, like, so crazy, but at the same time, like, we understand why, um, especially, like, against Batman, you know? Um, so I, I think, I, I would say Joker, yeah. It's interesting, because I was going to think you are going to do um, Dark Knight Joker. Oh, yeah, I mean, that in a different realm, too, but I think we've just had more time with true, um, true. animated series Joker. Um, I, I mean, I, I again, for people who know me, like, uh, the Dark Knight uh, and Heath Ledger's like portrayal of Joker is one of my favorite yeah. like, movies of like all time. Um, but I think if we're looking at like portrayal villain like overall, and I think I would say yeah, animated series is my my go to for sure for sure. Uh, I think for about you? myself, I might have to go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Magneto in First Class. Mm. Um, and I'm trying to remember that. Do you remember the act- actor's name? Um, oh man, uh, it's blanking my mind. It um, is um, Michael Fassbender. Yes. Um, and I, I think last week I shared about why I really like that movie a lot in general. But it, I think his portrayal of Magneto is really more of how I envision Magneto like. Um, from from the cartoon as well as mm. kind of the idea of Magneto, um, mm-hmm. especially in that first movie where we saw him first really as like a good, well, first as a kid who got traumatized immensely mm-hmm. with a lot of suffering, then as a bad person, and then as sort of a good person for a while when he's with Xavier, and then mm-hmm. we see his fall back into a bad person, and mm-hmm. um, for some reason I think like. 
I really like to see the that kind of roller coaster of re- between redemption and um, corruption. Mm. And I felt like that movie did such a good job of it because um, it kind of, you know, like I've kind of iterated a few times in this, uh, in this session so far about like how there's a sort, sort of like a sense of truth, even in his motivations of evil. Mm-hmm. And that movie really captures it so well. He's like, He's gone through a lot of pain and he's seen that pain and evil in the world. Therefore, he wants to be a, I guess, villain against that, you know? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of feel like his portrayal died during X-Men Apocalypse. Mm. Uh, he was like barely an important character there. <laughs> but um, yeah, he's just... He's just, oh man, Michael Fassbender is such a stud too. So, um, yeah. yeah, I'm going to go with that. Oh man, that's, that's, that's true. Uh, well, you, you, you weren't a fan of, uh, Sir Ian McKellen. <laughs> yeah, I liked him. Uh, I, I like him as Gandalf more. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. My, my hard, my honorary pick is probably going to be, um, uh, reverse flash, um, in the TV show. Mm. Um, and also, um, in a couple of the cartoon series. Um, yeah, I think it's, you know, I think TV shows just give more time to explore those characters. Um, but yeah, I think he's, a he's another one that I've really grown to, to enjoy. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh man, this was a fun one. Yeah. Um, I th- I think we don't really, like we, we talk about villains briefly in you know we talk about like movies and stuff but um, when we spend more time talking I'm like there's actually some pretty cool like villains mm-hmm. um, and yeah I think this was a lot of fun for me um, and it's fun for us to draft like in the very opposite realm right like instead of how like heroic we want to mm-hmm. be it's like how villainous do we want to be um, yeah. so yeah thank you listeners for joining us for our ninth uh, week on quarantine and on uh, isolation and as we continue this series and um, yeah uh, I'm I'm glad you guys can join us in this journey Um, I hope you guys are also staying safe through this uh, craziness Um, and yeah if you guys like our 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 podcast please do subscribe and and leave some comments on our social media Um, and yeah um, we thank you guys again just for joining us and having fun with us yeah Listeners, again, hope you guys are all staying safe, um, enjoying the time at home or with whatever you guys might be doing with TV shows. And again, like Jesse said, hopefully you guys are really uh, able to have a good time listening to us (laughs) do a lot of just fun, random things, right? (laughs) Drafting (laughs) heroes and villains and talking about random stuff. So, um, yeah, listeners, again, thank you for tuning in. And as always, we'll see you next time. See ya.